Back again, Pavy Daily Takes. I know I'm super late today. It's already like 10 o'clock. Some of y'all may not even hear this today. You may hear it tomorrow because it's already so late. But um, again, it's a daily thing, so I got to do it daily. I'm back. Um, sorry about that. I sip some water. Um, I want to talk about Russ today, man. Uh, Russell Westbrook. Obviously, I think his time is coming up to an end. In uh, Oklahoma City, obviously, I think it's just time for both parts to go in a different direction. Um, But I'm seeing a lot of people put out trades, and I think that these trades are very disrespectful for Russ. Um, I think somehow we're at the point where Russ has become underrated, and I think that the media is a lot of that doing. Um, I think the media controls narratives, and um, the media kind of has a huge say in, like, the public's perception as like the public's perception and also uh I think GM's perception of players around the league. And um I think that I mean Russ is being undervalued. Now look, Russ definitely isn't perfect. You know, like I complain about a lot of things Russ does. Russ he isn't perfect. But at the same time, like we talking about a guy who's averaged a triple double three straight years. The last time you saw a man average a triple double was Dr. King was alive. That's the last time you saw him. I don't even think color TV was invented the last time you saw a man average a triple-double. And if color TV was invented, it wasn't in everybody's houses. There wasn't an African-American home that had color TV the last time a man averaged a triple-double, probably. Unless you was like Will Chamberlain and could afford it. Other than that, no. So, I think that you're talking about a former MVP candidate. You're talking about a guy who, now granted, he is in his 30s. Has had some knee concerns. His contract is also enormous. But some of the deals I'm saying, I mean, you know, I see a lot of Bulls fans like, oh, you can get him for Otto Porter, Chris Dunn, Felicio, and two protected, well, two unprotected first round picks. That's not enough. Um, if the Bulls were to make a deal, I would think the deal would be like, you got to give me at least Zach Levine, uh, probably. Wendell, Felicio, and a pick. Or if not, um, Zach and Wendell, then I need, like, Zach Levine, Kobe White, and a pick. Unprotected pick. And then probably throw Felicio in for cap uh, reasons. But I just think Russ is being extremely undervalued. Like, I saw one trade that said uh, T, Gorgie Jang, uh, somebody else from the T-Wolves and a pick. Like, what are they going to do with that? Like, we talking about Russell Westbrook, bro. People talking about Russell Westbrook shooting percentages. Like, I've always said efficiency has a lot to do with who you play with. I don't think that Russell Westbrook with the Thunder after Kevin Durant left was in a situation that he could be efficient. Like, him chucking up a shot over two people is better than any shot Andre Robeson is going to take. Him chucking up a shot over two people is better than any shot Terrence Ferguson is going to take. And also, I think that with the Oklahoma City, like, rain, you know, seems to be, you know, this, like, whole era seems to be coming to an end. You know, they're going to talk about how all they all had all this great talent and didn't get any rings out of it. The one thing I hope that people don't forget to mention is the injuries. We got to remember, like, right after they went to the finals, they started getting hurt. Um... I think the year after they went to the finals is when Pat Bev 
you know, I dived at the ball and rushed towards meniscus. I think he was out half of the year or it either happened in the play or whatever. He tore it. Then that's when uh, I think, yeah, he tore it, I think, the regular season. And then it was out. And I think he had surgery again and missed the playoffs. Um, this is after they traded Harden. Then KD breaks his foot. Remember, KD had the documentary, uh, the offseason documentary, and at, and at the end of it, he broke his foot, comes back for the game against Golden State, breaks his foot again. Then that same season, like, Russ breaks his hand. Ibaka was hurt. That's the first season the Warriors won a ring. Ibaka was hurt. All those guys were hurt. And I remember thinking back then, like, if the Thunder could sneak into the playoffs as the eighth seed and actually be healthy, that, that they would actually beat the Warriors. Like, I remember thinking that. Um, then even fast forward and after that, you got to think about last year, Andre Robeson's probably the, the um, defensive player of the year. He goes down, he gets hurt, doesn't really rec- doesn't recover at all. The man still ain't played. Um, then Paul George had, what, knee surgery after the playoffs. Then even this year, PG tears his, I think, rotator cuff or labrum, something like that, and he's playing on it. So he's not 100% by the time you get to the playoffs. And also Russ has, I think it was hand surgery, which could also explain why he was shooting so terribly. The man got hand surgery after the playoffs. Um, so I just hope that, you know, when they talk about OKC and when they, you know, mention OKC and when they speak on the Thunder and, like, what happened during this era that nobody forgets the injuries, I think that that's probably the most unfortunate part about this Thunder reign. It's like I don't think you ever really got to see what this Thunder team potentially could be because they just literally, after they got to the finals, they started getting hurt. Like, everybody blamed stuff on the Harden trade. I disagree. I just think it's on the injuries. Like, they just had untimely injury after untimely injury after untimely injury right after they went to the finals. And they had pretty much never had a healthy team in the playoffs. Um, I think that leads to certain people undervaluing Russ. Like, we're talking about a guy who was coming off an MVP season three years ago. Now, granted, I think he's probably on the other side of his career um, at this point. Um, I think that uh, unless he changes his play style, I don't know if his play is uh, very conducive to uh, – very conducive and, and, and um, will – do well with old age. Um, you know, uh, I think he eventually needs to know how to shoot better. His free throws are definitely troubling. You're talking about a guy who was shooting, what, 80% from the line and went down to like 69 this year. That's extremely troubling. Um, so Russ definitely has his faults. But the fact that people are saying there's no market or like some of the trades I'm seeing people put out there for Russ, like it's disrespectful. Um Again, I think the best de- the best destination for Russ is probably uh, Miami. If he could get to Miami, I would love it. Um, I think that him and Jimmy both need each other, uh, competitively wise. I think that both of them, I, like those are two guys. When you when you go to practice, you stick them on opposite sides of the court and make them guard each other, or opposite teams and make them guard each other, and you know that the practice intensity is gonna be top notch every day. Like Jimmy gonna talk shit to Russ and Russ gonna talk shit to Jimmy and neither one of them are gonna back down. They gonna create that competitive environment, especially with Pat Riley, you know, in the office. Like I think that's like a match made in basketball heaven. That's personally where I would love to see Russ go. I think that they, that that could best benefit his career. And I don't know what a trade package you you could put together. And I, I haven't like got to look at the trade machine. I think maybe if you did like Tyler Hero because I I've, I've, I'm loving the way Tyler Hero is looking in summer league. And if 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 I'm Miami. And I'm well, no, not if I'm Miami. If I'm OKC and you want Russ, I need Tyler Hero included in that package. I mean, maybe Hero, Winslow. They don't have many picks, um, but you probably do a three-team trade in some situation. Maybe like I don't know. You get rid of 
like bring bring the uh, Cavs in. They get rid of Jr. They send Jr. to the Thunder or somebody. They they decline the team option and somebody sends a pick to somewhere. Um, but I think that was a, that like that would that that would that would be a place I would really really love to see Russ. Um, I just saw somebody on the timeline. Actually, a homegirl of mine actually on the timeline said Toronto. Um, I don't hate Toronto. I think maybe if you gave up like OG, uh, I don't know. Maybe you gave up like Lowry. If you want to trade Lowry, like after he just you know uh, um, uh, won a championship, but I mean Lowry, OG, pretty much anybody besides uh, Siakam, I wouldn't hate that either. Um, I think that's a deal. Maybe you could look to do, uh, but I think there has to be a market for Russell Westbrook, man. You're talking about. No matter if you hate the guy, if you don't like the guy's play style, if you don't think he's efficient, you're talking about a top five to ten point guard ever. Even if you do think this is a downside of his career, top five to ten point guard, there's definitely a market for Russ. And I think that the trades people are putting out are just so disrespectful, man, and just like lowballing the man so much. And I don't really like it. I think the internet just doesn't like Russ. I think that they see Steph, and the internet loves efficiency, and they love you know, all the, all the cool nerd stats, and Russ doesn't do that. But at the same time, they try to, like, devalue his triple-doubles. Like, you can't devalue a man averaging three straight triple-doubles and say all oh, triple-doubles don't matter. Even if you look at the team record when he gets those triple-doubles, like, they have a winning record when he gets them. And also, that's all effort. Like, there's not a single human being you could probably mention in the NBA that plays harder than Russell Westbrook on any given night. You're talking about probably, like, I mean, arguably the best guard rebounder ever. Um, you're talking about a guy who's a now he's not Chris Paul, but he's still an elite playmaker. Like you can't average ten assists every game, but well, not every game, but I mean yeah, ten assists basically every game, every year, um, and not be an elite playmaker. I just think that people see what Steph does and tries to. I think I think Steph has ruined a lot of basketball fans' mind about what efficiency is. Like I've seen people even say James Harden isn't efficient. I mean like he's not Steph. But for him to shoot, what, 36% from three, taking 11 a night, I think that's pretty damn good. Like, for the shots that he shoots, for them, for you know him to shoot uh, 45% from the field and 36% from three, I think that's personally pretty efficient. You know, you got people, uh, uh, now granted, like, it's, it's not a 50-40-90 season, but I don't think everybody needs to have a 50-40-90 season to be an effective basketball player. Um, but I think that that's what, just what you see with Steph's greatness. Is people try to compare everything to that and 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 don't want to accept other styles of basketball. Um, again, I I think Russ is amazing. I think Russ is great. I still think that Russ, if given the right situation, can still produce and um, get a team. Uh, well, not get a team, but help a team make a deep playoff run. Um, and again, I would I would I pray to God Miami can pick him up. I don't like the Chicago thing. Uh, I think that you would probably have to have to trade Lowry. Not Lowry, Levine, or uh, uh, Wendell, and if you just putting Russ and uh, Lowry out there, I don't think that gives you much. Even if you just putting, what yeah, you putting Russ and Lowry out there, I don't, I don't, I don't think that gives you much. I still think you're probably like a six seed. I think that if you don't think that you can, like I said, if you don't think that whatever you trade for Russ. You can have a better team than the Thunder the last two years, and I don't think you trade for Russ. Um, but, yeah, uh, Pavage Daily Takes. I'm, I'm actually going out of town later this week, so I don't know if I have one for you guys Thursday and Friday. We'll see. Um, but 
yeah, man, Pavel Diddy takes, and I just want to tell y'all, y'all need to put some respect on Russ' name, man, for real.